Got it. Recording in progress. We are progressively recording. Is that right? I think we're I think we're progressive in the fact that we're recording a podcast. Is that okay? All, All right. right. I don't think that's true. We're kind of on the on the uh the latter end of uh podcasts being cool, but still. Yeah, no, it's okay. I mean, I think they're still cool. I I think. I think considering how much money uh, that bald guy on uh, Spotify is getting paid, good old, good old Joey Rogan. Yeah. I would say. As they well are... as Dak Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Armchair expert. If you're wondering what his podcast is called. Armchair expert, huh? What, uh, what about the two bears, one cave? That's a pretty good podcast. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Do you actually listen to two bears, one cave? Yeah, I do. Come Bert on, and Tom. I love Tom Segura. We're we're going to see uh, Bert Kreischer when he comes to Boise. Okay, April thirtieth, actually, which is uh, um, pretty pretty close to my birthday there. So that's fun. Hmm. We're Should also we go going to see, uh, yeah, Jim Gaffigan when he. Okay. Hey, what are you drinking there? Truly citrus squeeze. Truly citrus squeeze. First one I reached into the fridge and grabbed. So it's. I mean, it was a solid, uh, a solid seltzer flavor. To prevent being parched, I, I have a drink nearby. Uh, what do you do? You like my uh, my no brand Yeti seltzer can? That's yeah. That's pretty fun. It actually came in my uh, Yeti cooler my can cozy cozy whatever you want to call it yeah and uh now i i keep loose changing it it's fun i wish i had an actual seltzer but i didn't think about that i wasn't smart enough to grab one before sitting down to podcast silly me you, you think this is my first video fetch one out of the fridge uh, when in fact what is this our 23rd rodeo something like 23rd that 23rd rodeo you got it did we but i I do have a feeling, didn't one of our podcasts uh, we record and then it got, the recording got, I mean, I know this happened multiple times, but didn't yeah. that happen recently where the recording got screwed up? So are we technically on like episode 22 part deux or what's happening? No, this is actually 23. No kidding. I think we've recorded probably like 30 times, but 23 yeah. of them have made it to air. You know, there's some episodes that in, in sitcoms and stuff that don't ever make it to air. You know, it's just like bonus material on the DVD. That's true. I actually, thank you, darling. Uh, I had uh, some seltzers just appear in front of me. Uh, no, I want the green one. Um, multiple. I did. I had the uh, truly hard seltzer pomegranate ginger fizz from uh -huh. the holiday pack, as well as the spiked apple spice appear in front of me. So that's fun. Now, let me let me explain something to you. Uh, the wife and I are doing like no Red Bull till our trip to Vegas, which is the second week of January. Sure. Does this count as like an energy drink or anything? Absolutely not. No, no it's I, okay. It's, it's the a de-energizing drink as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'll probably fall asleep right after a recording. I could I could see that. Well, you do wake up at 2 a.m. So not quite that early, but. 
you still yeah. wake up like legitimately 4 a.m i think 3 30 yeah oh my god that's just silly what do you what do you do please explain to our listening audience why in the hell anybody in their right mind not that you're in your right mind would wake up at 3 30 in the morning uh well i have to leave my house by four so to make it to work to... by i get there by between 4 30 and 4 45 and what time does your shift start 4 45 like as soon as i get there i clock in huh. yeah and I mean, you, so you legitimately start work at 5 a.m. And do you really work till 5 p.m.? Uh, like 4 p.m. Yeah. Still though. It's a long day. It is a long day, but I only work four days a week. That's true. I am envious of your four day work week. Uh, I do like that. I had a three day work week last week and it was glorious i loved every minute of it a weekend longer than your week plus i work from home on monday which is definitely not quite as stressful as going into the office you think they'll ever let you start working from home like get a little robot to put in the seat of your truck and i would i would love to actually i would love to work from home no i would i would go stir crazy if i actually worked from home you know i'll be honest with the uh the the work from home craze caused by some unnamed events in 2020 yeah. Uh, I really did not like it at first. I missed going into the office. I missed being downtown. I missed my coworkers. Then a certain point, a few months in, I really started to enjoy it. It was great. I had my routine. I could roll out of bed five minutes before I had to be online. In the morning around 10, I could take a break for 20 minutes and make myself some eggs. It was more like an hour, not 20 minutes, but don't tell my employer. Uh, yeah, got a got a puppy at that time. Uh, got in a routine, was able to go out and wear the puppy out every day or else I would have killed him because he was driving me nuts. Perfect. Uh, a lot of things, but honestly, after almost a year and a half of that, I am glad to be going back into the office. I could imagine. I could imagine. And I don't think I could sit in any one place for too long for anything. I'm not that I'm not built that way. Well, I tell you what, when I was at work, I, uh, I was at my desk probably 90% of the day. Mm -hmm. Sans, you know, when you're off getting coffee or getting some water, occasionally when we first started at Clearwater, we were able to sneak off and play spike ball, which was fun. Um, but when I was at home, I, I found that I was at my desk a lot less, but I still got a pretty similar amount of work done. It was interesting. So it makes me wonder what I was doing at my desk at work when I wasn't actually working. Cause I was sitting in a bullpen. It's not like I could just blazingly be sitting out on my phone. Right. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Pro- productivity has reached new heights. I think with the, uh, the new work from home standards and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I, I think the actual amount of work that people are able to get done in an hour has probably increased, but I think the amount of hours that people actually work has more than likely decreased. So it's probably because a similar effect on work. Yeah, we're a nation of procrastinators. So yeah. we wait till like hour eight of our work day to get everything done. It's true. Um, I actually saw recently, in whenever I say I saw an article, generally I saw the headline of an article in the first two paragraphs. Sure. After that, I sometimes get bored and the article gets boring. But um, 
I did see the headline in the first two paragraphs of an article that said some European country, whether it was like Sweden or I can't remember, Denmark maybe tried out a four day work week. And they said that people were able to get just as much work done in the four days, sometimes even more because they were more motivated being there only four days instead of five. And uh, it was an extremely successful test. So I'm wondering if that will actually come around in our working lifetime. Probably not, because we're also a nation of greed. True. So probably not. Maybe it is true. You never know. I'm I'm too quick to write this one off. I think I think there's a possibility. You know, I. I the fact that companies still are allowed to pay you a quote unquote salaried wage and then require that you work 40, 50, 60, 70, sometimes upwards of 80 hours a week and pay you right. the exact same wage. To me, I don't love that. Now, people always say, oh, well, you're not forced to work there. You can always go find a better job. And that's what keeps the free market paying fair wages is right. wage competition of going to somewhere else. But at a certain point, if the companies really wanted to get together, they could all just say, hey, we're all going to pay a shitty wage. And then at that point, I think, and, and honestly, I think that's a lot of what you're seeing with the recent labor shortage in the more uh, service industry jobs. Yeah. It seems like everywhere in Boise, is hiring, and I imagine Coeur d'Alene and Spokane are probably similar. Every everywhere, at least that serves uh, or, or has menial jobs, where it's yeah. not, you know, you you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, I know you can't. You, it is it is a touchy subject. Uh, sir, I service industry. That's what I'm going to stick. Service with. industry, like strippers, and. Exactly. But uh, what I did see recently <laughs> was yet another article related to that, talking about uh, artificial intelligence and robotics taking mm -hmm. over a lot of those service industry jobs, which I think is interesting because at that point, the person running the McDonald's or the Wendy's or what have you is not going to be somebody who knows how to make the food, but somebody that knows how to fix the machines that make the food. True. So, I mean... I was thinking of uh, like, well, I, we service a lot of mechanic shops and we stopped into one today and I was like, what's going to happen when these self-driving cars and stuff, like there's nothing that can break on them, really. I mean, uh, there's certainly they're going to have to have less... robots repair yeah. robotic vehicles. That, yeah, that's definitely already happening, but uh, there's certainly... Um significantly fewer moving parts in an electric engine versus the combustion engine and yeah. a lot less wear on the parts themselves so i think we'll start to see cars running a lot longer if the battery technology can get there uh, right now i think batteries are the biggest uh, thing preventing electric vehicles from becoming absolutely mainstream and they're still becoming mainstream i saw it uh, just recently gmc I, they might have rebranded to just GM at this point. I don't know. But yeah. uh, they promised 30 new electric, fully electric vehicles by 2025. I think I mentioned that in a previous episode. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, 
the okay so hummer was a military vehicle for people that don't know they branched off to try to become a civilian yeah consumer vehicle they did that for like what maybe a decade and they were they were still who was hummer owned by gm yeah they were were owned by general motors that's right yeah so fast forward to today i don't even know if they're technically out yet but they have uh gmc hummers that are fully electric i believe all electric hummers huh i think it's called the hummer ev yeah electric vehicle ev Um, that makes sense yeah uh i don't know if they're out yet but the last time the wife and i went to um oh it looks it looks a lot like the bronco honestly it, it yeah it looks pretty cool actually we've seen when we went over the hoover dam down there in uh vegas area uh, there was a, like a convoy of four of those Hummers that came across the Hoover Dam. And I was like, oh, shit, is this like Transformers? Seriously, it, it's certainly a lot more stylish than the old Hummers. Oh, yeah, very much so. That. So, yeah, and yeah, I think no, that looks cool. I like that. They are, they are cool. And they have like lights all around them and stuff. So they kind of light up at night and stuff. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. According to this. Yeah, it's got a, a water fording capability up to 32 inches. That's close to three feet of water that it's saying it could drive through. Whoa. That's pretty amazing. That's actually. pretty cool. If that's so my, my next ooh. question, then that leads me to my next question. How is like that, I'm assuming, is a four-wheel drive vehicle. How does four-wheel drive work? with battery power like in relation to battery power so if you're going off-roading and stuff it's going to use more battery power better it's it's actually way better because with electric motors instead of just having a drivetrain that goes to each set of the front and rear axle yeah you know going through your your transmission and all all that the power is actually coming straight to the wheel from an electric motor so most electric cars have more than one electric motor i think my dad's tesla has three electric motors ah uh, one for each like front wheel and then two for the back or maybe vice versa i'm honestly not sure but huh. they they do have more than one uh motor because an electric motor can be much much smaller than right. a traditional combustion motor or engine yeah so vehicles are also going to be a whole lot lighter as well uh well not necessarily because the batteries add in a lot of that weight yeah uh the there was there was a video so yes you're right the actual vehicle itself obviously technology is getting lighter there uh individual small motors instead of large engines you're right that's going to be lighter but they're definitely the the batteries make up for all of that there was a video that went around maybe two years ago when the Cybertruck first kind of became a popular idea maybe that was three years ago i don't know yeah but uh, anyway, it was the Cybertruck competing against a Ford F-150 in just a straight, basically, tug of war between the two vehicles. And the Cybertruck pulled that F-150 up a hill while that F-150 was trying its damnedest to get down that hill. It was amazing. Really? But reason being, the Cybertruck weighed like 6,000 pounds or something like that, yeah. whereas the F-150 only weighed like 4,500 pounds or something. So significantly heavier and more engines just says all right i get a lot more grip force than you do and i can just tow you anywhere so that's 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 why i say 
uh, better for the individual wheel, you know, power to ground ratio, if you will, but potentially worse for actual four wheel drive because you're significantly heavier. Yeah. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. Okay. Here's maybe a controversial question. Hit me. How do they justify electric vehicles being um, uh, a cleaner or greener option when the method of mining for lithium is maybe not the cleanest of practices? Yeah. So to generate and I guess to, to bring in enough lithium into the market to power all these batteries and stuff, they're going to have to mine. I think, so they're, they're working on a big thing that I know they're working on. Now, granted, I am not a scientist. I'm not an engineer. I'm a financial analyst. So yes, take everything said here with a grain of salt. Yeah. But I know they're working on recycling uh, batteries and, and essentially trying to reuse uh, everything they can out of them. So that's a big thing. And then working on uh, different battery technology rather than lithium batteries. Okay. Uh, I think that's going to be their main, but you're right. Right now, I, I remember a statistic used to go around in the, it was probably when I was in high school. My dad bought a Prius in 2010. Yeah. And after that, he swore he'd never own a non-hybrid again. And he hasn't, I mean, he does have an old beat up pickup truck, but he's either owned hybrids or electric vehicles since then. And he pays a lot less in gas than I do. So I'm sure he wins on that one. Uh, But there was a statistic that a lot of people like to quote, oh, it actually creates more emissions to get the materials to build a Prius than a traditional car does in the life of it. And I was like, well, sure. that may be true. The idea is there. This is, and, and that's what people don't understand when, when new technology and change of technology comes around. There always has to be a proof of concept phase that yes, this is a viable product. And that product right. initially may not always be the most profitable and it may not always be, I mean, it will certainly not be the best version of that product, but there always has to be that test phase, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think that, that initial product, I, there, there's an actual phrase for it. It's called like the, the loss leader or something like that. I don't remember, but it's right. in the life cycle of a product. There's, there's like that initial stage that they talk about. I don't know. I'm remembering my, management classes from like five years ago oh, there you go there you go We're putting them to good use now now of the knowledge that you've gathered from your management classes let's break that down to how much you paid per credit for said management classes i i generally, thought you have how much was it worth yeah for, for that one thought which is pretty much the only time i've used that management class in probably the last five years <laughs> um each each credit was I think it was about 16 credits a semester. Sometimes it was lower. And we yeah. generally at BSU paid like 3,500 to four grand a semester just in tuition. So Okay. Well, then that's an expensive thought. That is an expensive thought. That's, that's accurate. Yeah. If you take that, we'll just say 4,000 for a nice round number. And I that about my credits. So it's about 250 bucks a credit, and that would have been a three-credit course. So that thought 
cost approximately $750 right there. <laughs> From five years ago, though. See, you're getting your money's worth. That's true. I'm, I'm you're stretching the almighty dollar. A, a significant period of time because I actually still remember words like depreciation. There but, you go. You know, so. And maybe that wasn't the only thought I've ever had from that class, but still, that was like a, a couple hundred dollar thought, maybe. There you go. I like it. See, I'm the simpleton here. I just toss up the questions and you have to do all the math for all the questions. <laughs> if you've ever seen the show Numbers, you're yeah, definitely I love, the I math. Love that show. You're the, definitely the math brother. And I'm just the guy that like kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah. Just kick fair. doors down and you, uh, you do all the math for us. The probability, the likelihood of me surviving each day. <laughs> That's fair. That actually had uh, uh, the elf from the Santa Claus. Bernard, David Crumholtz. David Crumholtz. And it had, uh, who was, was it Judd Hirsch? Judd Hirsch is in it. Yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I can't remember the cool brothers name. Oh, and there was a guy from Idaho in it. What? The Marine guy. Um, the Marine guy. Yeah. He was, hang on. I know for a fact. Oh, thank you. Apple. First thing numbers, Apple. Maybe I want the TV show. Maybe I just want to learn about numbers. Maybe I'm like a six-year-old, just like. <laughs> uh, it was. Oh, it also had Peter McNichol. Uh, he was, I believe, in the Ghostbusters movie. Uh, okay. Yep, he was in Ghostbusters too. He played the weird painter. Okay. He, he, who actually he got infected by the ooze or whatever. Um. Yeah, Dylan Bruno. He played Colby. Granger, yeah, that's right. Colby Granger, Dylan Bruno, yeah, huh? Dylan Bruno. Um, oh, wait a minute. This says he was born in Milford, Connecticut. I thought he was he was tagged to Idaho for some reason. I don't know. Well, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in uh, Saving Private Ryan. He was, yeah. I thought he was he was connected to Idaho for some reason. I can't remember what it was. This was maybe he lived in Idaho for a short time, because it definitely yeah. says Milford, Connecticut. Yeah, I see that. I, I think he must have. But anyway, yeah, numbers came out what sixteen years ago, something like that, two thousand five. Yep. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't remember. <laughs> uh, he played football at MIT. Oh shit! Yeah. Huh. Wow, that's kind of crazy. That's, I mean, that's, I didn't even know MIT had a football team. I'll be honest. I did not oh. either. What What division is their football team? I would guess. I mean, it's probably fucking seven-man football, for God's sake. Yeah, how many freaking doctors and shit are playing football? I mean, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, seriously. And who do they play? Like, they have to play, like, I would think, does West Point have a football team? Yeah. Well, they All the play. military academies do. They could play Stanford. I guess Stanford's another one of those, but it's, I mean, it's MIT. Stanford at least has a athletics program. I don't know. Stanford's good. Stanford's good at sports. Uh, MIT basketball is a division three school. D3. Okay. They're division three. So, so, so they wouldn't even like Wisconsin Whitewater. Well, I was going to say like Whitworth. They, oh yeah. Whitworth. That makes sense. Whitworth is division three. So Okay. For for all the local the locals that know of Whitworth. There you go. 
So MIT against Whitworth. Uh, There's got to be a Division three school down around Boise. Who, who, oh, I'm sure there are. Like, uh, I don't know. What Treasure Valley Community College is probably, if they have any athletic programs, they'd probably be a D3 school. No, it's a community college. They would be a community college school. Oh, you're right. <laughs> is is there not like a there's got to be like a uh well, we've got we've got like the idaho Bengals. that's uh the i think they're the what what are they where are the Bengals at darling? Now, where's where's college of idaho yeah what are the college of idaho i think it's the Bengals. oh is it uh yeah hang on they might be naia oh uh, that they might be oh no they're the coyotes the, the yotes. Yeah, they're the yotes. Uh, oh, they don't go by coyotes. It's too no, it's, too it's cool. The yotes. They're just the yotes. Okay, is it a coyote or a coyote? Well, if it's a yote, then it would be a coyote. Yeah, but no one says coyote unless you're Canadian. <laughs> so you call them coyote? Is coyote. Coyote. Uh, Oh, no, no, no. Maybe it's ISU. Idaho State is a Division One school, dude. Come on. Are they really? On. They're a big sky school. Oh, well, they're the Cardinal anyway. Okay. How about College of Southern Idaho? Yeah, CSI. Uh, I don't know if they have an athletic program. They're out in Twin Falls. I'm just trying to name off schools that I know in Idaho. I don't even... Oh, well, their mascot is Danny the Dolphin. So Danny oh, the Dolphin. Jeez, dude. That's who you should be for Halloween next year. Wait a minute. Is this? Oh, no, no, no. Wait, that's the College of Staten Island. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. What? That that didn't really make sense for... Uh... Why, okay, instead of searching individual schools, why aren't you Googling Division Three College in Idaho? Uh, that i suppose that would work better why aren't you googling this let's see list of athletic programs in idaho uh looks like d1 are the broncos the vandals and the Bengals. yeah isu idaho state Bengals. i knew they were i don't know why it said that other garbage the ben the Bengals. uh it looks like d2 we have nnu northwest nazarene and then NAIA, we have the College of Idaho Coyotes and the LCSC Warriors. And the NJCAA, we have the North Idaho Cardinals. Go Cardinals. That was us. Come on, Jake. Yeah, that's us. Uh, and the Southern Idaho Golden Eagles. So we do not huh. have any D3 teams. There are no D3. Well, let's start one. Let's start a D3 college. You, let's I mean, start you a could D3. be an athletic director and I could be a dean. I can we can start in the business college, though. So. Let's start the South Harmon Institute of Technology. Can we have a paper called the Rag? <laughs> yes, the, the shit, shit Rag. rag. <laughs> God, I love oh, that movie. I, I love that more. movie too. It's it's one of the least quoted, quotable movies ever. What movie? Uh, accepted. Oh. My Glenn, God. your wads go down so easy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Glenn, these are delicious. What are these? I like to call them my wads. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> All right, people, if you haven't watched Accepted, 
No, it's got to be on a streaming service. I assume it's on Netflix. Uh, I actually, I made Lauren watch it just recently, and we had to rent it off like fucking Amazon or Apple or something. What? You had to rent it? It's not on any streaming? It wasn't that I could find at the time. <laughs> she was not a fan of it. Oh, she didn't like it because Jonah Hill's fat? Is that why? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she's fat sis. Hey, by the way, I can tell that you again are holding your mic. No. Figure the stand out, man. No, okay, here's the deal. Here's <laughs> you, look, you look like you're doing stand-up right now. No. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I can move a little bit more when I'm holding it because otherwise I have to talk right into it when it's no, in a still I promise. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You can so, just hold no, well, and I'm my freaking mic stand has to you have to tighten it and clamp it, and I freaking hate the clamp. I wish it was like a magnet or something. A magnet wouldn't be strong enough unless it was like a neodymium rare earth magnet. A lithium magnet. I don't know if that's a thing, I'll be honest. Okay, me neither. But, well, it's just easier. See, I can move around. I could stand up. I could walk to the other side of the computer if I want. Yeah, but you, you look like a stand-up artist. You don't look like Well, a- maybe I am. You know, maybe I'm a sit-down artist. I say, oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Schultz does comedy on a stool. He just sits on a stool and, and talks shit I, about I people. I guess I have seen comedians bring a stool out on stage with them. Yeah. And, uh, and do that. But you still look like a stand-up comic holding the mic. You just happen to be a sitting-down stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give you an update on a stand-up comedian? That maybe you've forgotten about. Maybe you haven't. Uh, I don't know. Well, tell me the stand-up comedian, and I'll tell you recent news in my head about them. Uh, he was a member of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Billingball. No. Well, Billingball is coming to the uh, Shoshone Bannock Casino. So they, oh, he's coming to the casino up here, too. The Coeur d'Alene Casino. He's doing the casino tour. Because uh, he's like 80. Actually, at the casino, the Spokane Quest. Okay. I have seen him. Uh, I'm pretty. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it was. It was Ingball. Anyway. I love um, all the guys. Blue collar. Is that who you're talking about? Who? No, it's not Larry the Cable Guy. Okay. Well, then that means it's Jeff Foxworthy. It's not Jeff Foxworthy. God damn it. Wow. You had had a 25% chance to get him. It was Ron White. He was just on Rogan like last week. Ron White. Okay. All right. That was the last one. That son of a bitch is sober now. His drink what? that he takes out on stage? Fake. It's fake news. Ron he, White is sober? Yeah. What the fuck? I feel like I've been lied to. He's not always been sober. Like, recently, he freaking yeah. went through, like, uh, ketamine therapy or something, and now he's sober. So all it takes is horse tranquilizer to get off the sauce. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of people trying horse meds not too long ago. Ivermectin is a little bit different, but that's, I think, for deworming a horse. Uh, uh, ketamine is a literal horse tranquilizer. So, Well, yeah, I mean, ketamine is what they call special K in the drug market. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so special. It is so very special. special. No, they actually do. Look it up. I'm, okay, maybe don't look it up, but just take my word for it. I'll take they your word do, for it. They do ketamine therapy. So you're in the same room as other people and there's like a therapist that leads you through a freaking ketamine trip. 
I'm like, what? What could uh, you they're, be? They're, what, they're, how could? They're, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know how. Quite I a bit of therapy uh, with like uh, what they used to call magic mushrooms, um, but it's like psilocybin. Oh yeah. Or, or what did you mention, Mark? Uh, Microdosing psilocybin. Yeah. Very small amounts of methamphetamine. Uh, okay. Sure. I hadn't heard about that one, but oh, yeah. small doses. Well, well, I know amphetamines have been long used for like uh, ADHD drugs or yep. things like that. So it's, it's just whether it's made in a lab by scientists that then test it before you get it, or it's made by, you know, <laughs> Joe dirt in his bathtub. <laughs> uh, and so anyway, kind of, I mean, but there, yeah, there's a lot of different new therapies going on out there with a lot of, I mean, they used to use that's what you would get in the 1850s when you were when you were hysterical. They'd give you cocaine. That's true. I do that now when I'm hysterical. So I mean, that's I use that all the time. That's why you've never seen me. All right, we're good. Not hysterical. <laughs> your hat, your hat says snow. <laughs> it says think snow, jackass. Yeah, all I saw in the camera was snow. <laughs> uh yeah yeah um <laughs> I've, been, I've actually been to a uh a, a one party in my entire life you've been to one party that's what you wanted to share where there was an entire room of the house dedicated to snorting cocaine <laughs> whoa i'm not joking whoa. and that's why i pre i i defended myself immediately by saying one party i've only been to one party in my entire life that was like that yeah and we took because we just thought it was a friend's birthday party that we you took like shasta cola we took root beer floats (laughs) we brought because it was a birthday party you're like you're like zach efron in uh that awkward moment when it's it's a costume party yeah it was a dress-up party and uh we were definitely had an eight inch dildo hanging out of our pants (laughs) yeah yikes dude (laughs) that is that's i don't know what that is that's that's epic is what that is uh yeah there was a later we we were invited into did we actually go into the coke room no I think I did. I saw it at one point. And they're literally just always... Oh, then you're an accomplice. There was Guilty by association. There was always about eight people in that room. All party. There was probably 50 people at this party. Awesome house. But yeah, as you're walking in, it says everyone's welcome. No cops. (laughs) You're like, wait a minute. Red flag. Um, This is the first thing. They've got a fun sense of humor. Nope. (laughs) That's not at all what was going on. Okay, got it. Not at all. We uh we were very uh confused. We uh it was it was a lot. I went to a party one time. This was years ago before NIC. And me and a buddy. So you're we never what, used 19? To... No, I was like 19, yeah. But <laughs> Did you say no, nah, I was like 19 when I said you were 19. <laughs> I said, yeah, I was uh, like 19. Go back and listen to the recording. You we'll listen to it. We'll cut and splice. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure. Um, no, but we didn't drink because, you know, we were good Samaritans. Good good people. Good kids. Uh, no, but we went to this party with, like, the volleyball team and the soccer players and stuff, and they were all, like, 
drinking and probably smoking weed or whatever. You want to know what me and my buddy did? We started playing charade, like acting out charades with people that were high and drunk. It was literally the most fun ever. We, like my buddy would say something. He'd be like, ski jump. And then I'd do like the. <laughs> you always were good at uh, physical comedy. Honestly, yeah. I really think that's where you, you thrive. thrive. In that's, that that's primarily where I thrive. That's, I would say so, because I always remember your funniest bits in college when you had me rolling, and there were a couple times. There, I mean, there were more than a couple. There were a lot of times, but you would always get up and you would act out your comedy, and it was always, honestly, some of the funniest stuff. And I, that may be why we struggle to be quite as lively with the podcast, because we're so confined in where we are. I'm literally sitting in like a three foot space behind a bar, but that's why I felt I needed to change. I needed to hold the mic so I could get a little bit more physical with things. It's fine. So what exactly are you drinking there? Is that, is that from this last week's, uh, seltzer sample Sunday? This is, this is the, uh, the spiked apple spice. Truly. Okay. It's pretty good. I also have in the fridge, not to spoil anything. I know we talked about a different seltzer, but I have in my fridge the Bud Light Holiday Pack, 12-pack unopened. Don't tell anyone. But that might be our seltzer sample Sunday pack because I already bought it. It's easy. <laughs> uh, that's not the one we agreed on, but that's okay. I like I like audibles. I, I know it's not, but I've had that one in there for about four weeks now because a you while know. ago I thought we had talked about a holiday pack. I didn't realize you wanted to get the truly holiday pack. I assumed it was the Bud Light one, so I was like, ah, it's fine. Oh, so it, <laughs> I can't find the Bud Light one. Well, look harder. Go to Total Wine. They have it. No, they don't have it. Trust me. They have, it's like Bed Bath and Beyond. They have an entire wall of seltzers and they don't have Bud Light Holiday. It's, it's frustrating. That's why I'm picking ones that no one's ever heard of. I got it. Yeah, I know. Because I have to then find those. I, yeah, you uh, just have to go to your Albertsons Marketplace. That's where I buy all of my seltzers. I swear Because you have to go to the fancy. Is there a Whole Foods down there? Probably check out Whole Foods. There is a Whole Foods down here. But I don't think even they would have. Like, they, they carry better shit than, than probably Truly. Probably. More. It's got to be, like, organic yeah, they, Goat they, milk. they carry like the the seltzer that Gwyneth Paltrow distills in her cooch. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get through saying that one before I started laughing. Oh my god, I was not expecting that. I got to take a moment here. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know where to go now. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> oh god. If that and that was our last podcast. Yeah, probably Peltro is gonna come after us now. We're gonna have fucking pepper pots on our ass. Yeah, if you're not careful, she's gonna name her next kid after one of those truly flavors. <laughs> Yeah, he I didn't did. like that joke. Her first kid's name, I'm pretty sure, is Apple. It is. 
Uh, and the next one's going to be pomegranate ginger fizz. That's what I was looking at. I, I was like, well, this one's already spiked apple spice. She's already got one of those. Palm gin fizz. Podrifa. Podrifa. Palm gin fizz. Podrifa. She's going to adopt, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me there. <laughs> that was that was good. That was almost seltzer out the nose. Which, oh man, yeah, it would uh, would have been ugly because I've had I've had uh, milk and root beer come out the nose before. That's not not to be not the same time that you had root beer floats at a Coke party. <laughs> no, different different root beer time. Maybe you and root beer just shouldn't go together. Uh, it kind of seems that way, doesn't it? It seems like root beer kind of puts you in a predicament each time. You know what? I'm going to test that. And I'm going to a party at one of my buddy's house down here. And he's a yeah. buddy from bowling league that I know decently well at this point, but not real well. I'm going to bring root beer floats to his party and see what messed up shit happens. Wait a minute. Do you, do you mix the root beer float up or do you like slap a scoop of ice cream in and then take it? No, I bring a gallon of ice cream or, or more depending on how many people I expect at the party. And then a couple, two liters of root beer. Shasta root beer? No, no. You got to have fucking uh, either mug. Mug is okay. It's not great. A&W is preferred. None of the, you got to try some like uh, small batch root beer. You know how there's like, you know how there's like. Dad's is okay. Not your father's root beer uh, is actually a pretty good that one's a an alcoholic root beer yeah that's true that would be good with my ice cream yeah exactly see you can make it adult you can still do adult with root beer floats but i mean you'd have to do a lot more than not your father's root beer at a coke party <laughs> I, that's the problem i need not your father's absent yeah because that was like a real like adult party <laughs> that, was, that was like the real deal like i'm not that adult i'm i'm a little I, lower level i didn't realize this was the wolf of wall street i'm seriously I, i'm not breaking out quaaludes i'm more on the level of like ooh, somebody brought a joint like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah whoa whoa whoa, whoa man what are you what are you doing with whoa, that in your pocket whoa, maybe maybe take it down a notch but puff that over here you know what's that thing behind your ear <laughs> oh. oh my god there was, there was oh one god. time we were floating the river i remember and one of my buddies was joking about bringing a joint or something like that and i was like no you can't do that you're, you're out on the river you're in public man like keep that in your house if you do it <laughs> these girls probably 19 20 maybe 21 it looked like probably college age girls passed us in a rented raft. Yeah. And literally a hundred feet later, lit up this fat joint. You could smell it across the entire river. <laughs> I was like, damn, maybe it's not so crazy. I don't know. It's 2020 or maybe it was 2021. Who knows? I don't know, man. All I know is floating the river is fun. That river down there. It's uh, it's yeah, in a, it's you guys need a good to come time. down and we'll float. It's better than the floating that Spokane River, that little bit there. You can paddleboard that all right, but floating's kind of boring. We need to hit Brundage, I'm telling you. Ooh, this winter. I that does sound fun. When's the last time you were on skis? Ooh. Right after we met. 
Yeah, probably two years ago. Oh, shoot. So I might have a chance against you if we're doing some kind of don't worry about it. I'll still whoop your ass on skis. Backflip contest, you know? Well, yeah, I, neither one of us are doing a backflip, so I'm not worried about that. Oh, speak for yourself. Yeah, you will break your fucking neck you try a backflip. No. Come on, man. You 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 fear too easily. <laughs> I If you do anything more than like... A, a tail grab or whatever they call that going over a small jump i will be impressed Nate, uh, well let me tell you a story jump. about last winter uh or two yeah. winters ago because last year we didn't go but um there was we i was getting kind of comfortable you know going down the the baby you know the the whatever it's called bunny the short the bun well i mean it was bigger than the bunny hill but no, you're you're a bunny hill guy admit it, it was it was yeah, I was bombing past these six year olds just like <laughs> no, but uh I was like we, we did the same run like probably three or four times. And then I noticed off to the side there was like a part where you drop off, go down, hit this jump, and then land back on the main run. And I was like, Kendall, next time I go, I'm doing this. So I start going, you know, we get back up the lift, go down the mountain. I I spot the jump like probably two hundred yards ahead, and I was like, All right, I'm going for it. And kind of lean forward. 200 yards? That's a long run. 200 yards? 600 feet? You could see a jump from 600 feet away? Well, it's just like a you just go down into the freaking trees and then come back up. It's not even really a jump. It's like makeshift. Okay, 100 yards. How about that? Yeah, I'll maybe give you 50 yards. 150 feet, I think that's about right. That's from my back fence to my dad's back fence whatever anyway you just ruined the story but i was going i was going and kendall can attest to this uh i was like you know what i'm gonna hit that jump and i kind of started going ahead of her a little bit and uh well i didn't turn i didn't i just kept going straight (laughs) (laughs) just straight past it yeah i passed it (laughs) i passed it entirely and I was like, well, missed it. Shoot. I love this whole story, this buildup, one-upping me about, yeah, there was this time, there was this jump, I was going to hit it, I was going to hit it, and then at, right at the crescendo, there was just fucking nothing. I didn't, I didn't hit it. I, <laughs> I was like, I was just, oh, oh. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to have hit it and just wiped out and just yard sailed. Nope, you just skied by it i just snowboarded past it i was like well can't turn (laughs) this sucks (laughs) that's right i forgot you were boarding i was imagining you on skis oh no we tried skiing too a few years back and i look like a we've discussed this a giraffe on rollerblades Uh, i think snowboarding is easier to get uh good at i think skiing is is easier to do as a beginner, but it's harder to get good at. Well, I'm hoping that I can at least turn this winter. So that would uh, be cool. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I believe in you to learn to turn just a little. I'm telling you, it's easier on skis. But we actually looked at uh, going over to. Uh, I looked into it uh, not very seriously after I saw how much lift tickets cost. But uh, Big Sky, over in Whitefish. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard that's phenomenal. It's supposed to be like the creme de la creme 
Yeah. And I'm like, it's supposed yeah, to be what, like what, what uh, Utah was about yeah. 15, 20 years ago down in like Park City areas like that. Right. So lift tickets right now, if you go, are like a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, early in the season, they get up to like $300. And I'm like, per person? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. If it's $300, I'm, I'm, we're showing up there at 8 a.m. and not leaving until they kick us off the mountain. Oh, yeah. You are riding until they stop letting you go up. Absolutely. Until because they like even, literally physically remove me from the mountain. Even here at Bogus, like you can night ski, you can day ski, everything. 70 bucks for a day pass. Yeah. Most of them around here, like Lookout's not bad. Silver's not bad. We didn't really like Schweitzer, but probably because I'm a wimp. I'm a poon. So I like, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Uh, I like Schweitzer. I skied it a couple times when I was up at NIC. And uh, we, uh, it, it was a good drive to get up there. Yeah. Um, but I had some friends wanting to ski both Silver and Schweitzer in the same weekend. I was like, you're going to stay at Silver, literally. Or no, they were staying at Lookout even further. They were staying at Lookout yeah. on the Montana-Idaho border in the middle of winter. And they wanted to drive uh, up to Schweitzer to go skiing. I was like, you know, that's like a two-hour-plus drive get all the way into Coeur d'Alene and all the way up to Schweitzer in shitty, you know, January weather. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we were just hoping to do it in a weekend. And I was like, I'd at least book a couple days if you want yeah. to do both. Well, that's what I was thinking with Big Sky. I was like, man, I keep seeing advertisements for it. They're pushing hard right now on, uh, I think it's Hulu. I don't know, but we always get well, they, they advertisements. They regional ads because uh, we don't get any of those ads. Oh, really? It must be regional. I'm not sure, but we keep seeing ads. So I looked it up. Yeah. And like, once you get into season, it's like 294 bucks a person. Good God. And I'm like, okay, maybe we could like go, maybe that's like our gift to ourselves or something. We'll do it for a weekend. We'll stay at the hotel that they have on. Dude, a freaking basic room there is like 250 bucks a night. Yeah. So you'd be I'm looking like, at easy, easy spending a thousand bucks. Yeah. A, a two day ski weekend. Yeah, and I'm like, absolutely not. Let me get at least a little bit better before I spend a thousand dollars on a ski weekend. Like, yeah. I got to be you, able to turn. <laughs> you can come down here and stay. You guys could come down here on a Friday and stay till Monday, and we could ski bogus both those days for like eighty bucks. Really? Might have to try it. I, I like bogus. It's 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 uh. They're doing some improvements up there. They're getting a lot of new lifts. They have, I think, at least two or three quads at this point. I think they have three. Um, some good lifts, and they're they're even getting better parts of the mountain set up or runs. So I, I like it, and it's still pretty affordable down here. And you know what's kind of cool? Like, I, I used to just really hate winter, but now I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get good at, like, snowboarding or something so that we could use that as an excuse to travel to different places and see different – different things i don't know but i have a i have a former boss that travels literally to scuba dive he go he plans all his vacations around scuba diving and uh, i have one new coworker actually that plans all his vacations around snorkeling like huh. he wants to go to warm water uh, and snorkeling i think and some like minor scuba diving but not like the real depths yeah there's actually, oddly enough, it's funny you say that my buddy that just, he just is going to like an advanced training for the military because he's going to ship out soon. Uh, he's scuba certified. 
and he got scuba certified here in Coeur d'Alene. He said there's a school here. And I was like, oh, shit. So I was thinking maybe this next summer I might get scuba certified just for shits and giggles. Where where do you swim? Do you know? Uh, there, I, I think they can take you up to like Ponderé and stuff and do it. Yikes. I would be scared shitless scuba diving around Lake Ponderé. I don't know why, but I, I am not happy at like murky, dark depths. I would, I would do it. I would, there's this, when we worked at the resort, there was a story of like this steamship graveyard up here in the Lake Coeur d'Alene where you can like dive down and there's still remnants of like old ships and stuff. Oh, I would dive down there in a second. I would swim around in there and explore stuff and check things out. I, I know, I know logically in my brain that there's really nothing that bad that can hurt you in just electric eels. Yeah, that's maybe, maybe the worst. That's how the wife feels though, too. She's like, I'm not doing it. I was like, well. But no, I I just don't. I would probably skydive before I did that. Oh, yikes. Really don't like skydiving. The idea. I would have to wear five to six pair of underwear if I was skydiving. <laughs> and you'd probably <laughs> still still see shit streaks on my on my <laughs> no pants. Point just wear a diaper. God's <laughs> sake. One depends. It's going to depend on how much I shit is what I'm going to say here. So probably strap up two of those bad boys. We'll Fair test enough. their durability at 10,000 feet. Yeah, I had a, I had a buddy uh, recently who went skydiving and he, he didn't know he was going skydiving until a day before. Oh, it was a nice that was given to him and then the gift was hey guess what tomorrow we're going skydiving oh so and, okay Black um, man. So he had less than 24 hours to freak out about it and he said he didn't sleep a wink the night before he went up and they just amp you up the whole way up on this plane like it loud music like just getting pumped yeah, you're, you're just in a little shit tin can up at 10,000 feet. And then you literally strap onto an instructor and they throw your ass out of the plane. I would do it, I guess. I mean, if I'm strapped to someone, I'm not doing it by myself. You can't. You you cannot. Nobody will allow you to do it by yourself. Uh, yeah. You've had like 100 plus jumps. Yeah. No, I'd do it strapped to someone probably. I'd, again, if they're strapped behind me, which is going to be bad for them uh i'd still probably try it i don't know okay lauren wants to go are you going with her when i'm going to see i'm going for we might have to we might have to talk about attending that coke party beforehand (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of a little upper might help in that a little little courage (laughs) your your heart would explode if you went skydiving on coke uh my bowels will evacuate if i don't no, there's a thing called the Coke shit. Oh, well. Ugh. <laughs> Coke shits while skydiving. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, what is something else that's like, yeah, I think scuba diving would be cool. Scuba I've also diving. said for years that I want to learn how to surf, but. Yeah, that, yeah, ain't that was, I can remember. I think it was uh, 2018, maybe, where that was your goal next year uh, to learn. You were going to learn to play the guitar. You're going to learn I still want to play the guitar. I'm going to do that for sure. <laughs> it's 2022 almost. Anyway, hey, man, there's know. no timeline on Come it. On, you're going to learn how to play the guitar. You are going to 
get certified on Twitter, I think. Get verified, yeah. That was it, verified. And you were going to learn to surf. You were going to surf in a, in an, a warm water ocean, you said. Yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> Have you done any of those three things? No. It's been four years in the making, man. I don't know. Um, it's not too late. It's it's absolutely not. And you know when it's too late? When I have kids, so I better do it now. You better do it now because there's a clock. Dude, fuck you. I'm going to the pawn store right now and buying a guitar. <laughs> We're going to have to end this podcast real quick. I'm just going to oh, teach myself how to play it. I'm not going to know any notes or anything. I'm just going to play songs by ear. You're just going to play by ear. That's how Krista played, honestly. He just he just kind of knew where the chords were to play, and that's he played by ear, and he was – so fucking popular when we were 18 years old well yeah everyone likes the guy that plays the guitar because they're gonna steal your heart man it's true as long as they can sing a little bit they have to be able yeah. to sing a little you can't and krista could sing a little he was fine i never actually heard him sing but maybe uh, I, I yeah i remember him singing uh it, it was in the anyway it doesn't matter whatever but, yeah whatever you like, you like that guy it's true Partridge, on the other hand, never heard anything out of him. <laughs> I haven't heard shit from him, dude. I don't even know if he's still alive. He I was probably think. the one hosting the Coke party, though. Yeah. He may have been. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I was asked by the other roommate recently to sell houses with him. Uh, which one's the other one? Andrew. Oh, man. Yeah. He was in Coeur d'Alene for a well, he was in Colorado for a while, and then he came back to try to sell houses in Coeur d'Alene, and now he's, I believe, back in Colorado. So I should reach out to him. I have not heard from him. I should not reach out to him. No, don't. <laughs> He'll probably get you into some kind of freaking pyramid scheme, dude. You'll be selling Tupperware like Uncle Rico. Yeah, seriously. Some freaking MLM garbage. It's amazing how long they've been doing multi-level marketing schemes like that. I mean, you're kind to them. It's a it's a Ponzi scheme. It is a Ponzi scheme, but they they that's their new preferred term as a multi-level marketing. Yeah, because it doesn't sound as shitty. It doesn't <laughs> it's a, sound it's, as fraudulent. It's a pyramid scheme, not a Ponzi scheme. Oh, that's what I meant. Pyramid. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, same I, I same. You I know what you same, mean. Same same yeah. but different. Same same but different. Same, same, but different. <laughs> oh, God. We have, there are no longer tracks anywhere in our vicinity. We are so far off the tracks. Yeah, but we're blazing our own trail. We are blazing our own trail here. We are blazing our own saddles, that's for sure. We're the guys in the rainforest with those freaking things just cutting through trees, like making our own path. A what? A machete. Well, they're curved like a thing that a that a grim reaper would hold. Oh, a scythe. There you go, a scythe. Yeah, we're cutting down freaking rainforest plants. Uh, I've seen a fair amount of naked and afraid, and those are usually in like tropical rainforesty areas. And they That's what I'm they, saying. They've never once brought a scythe. They always bring like just a standard knife. Yeah, you can't cut shit with the knife. <laughs> it takes way less time to scythe it. Okay, one of them brought. What was the one? Oh God, duct tape. No, dude. Why do they give them? Why do they give them like a? You get one thing, and someone always brings like a fucking napkin. <laughs> like I'm gonna need this. 
Uh, some people brought paracord. That was really good. That's smart. Um, everyone always brings a knife. Sometimes they bring like a pot. That's a pretty popular item that they bring. Is like a, a pot. You watch a lot of Naked and Afraid. Uh, we went over a, a period of time where, for about a month, that was the main thing we watched. Just, I mean, we would watch things occasionally in between, but for the most part, if we sat down, you know, maybe a couple episodes a week. Hmm. Fair enough. We watch a lot of uh, Expedition Unknown. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, we're learning about all kinds of different foreign countries and stuff and how, you know, how things work. I, I love that stuff. Oh, you think they have, like, Expedition Unknown in India to the United States? Like, where they They're go? like, check this out, guys. We're going to New York City. <laughs> and they just... And it says Aziz Ansari hosting. Yeah, Aziz just like, this is the subway that we were Look, riding. guys. <laughs> This is, We're in New York City. This is Times Square, where all the advertisements are. <laughs> uh, and if you get on your TV, it's kind of smart nowadays. You can watch my show, Ma- uh, what is it, Masters of None, on yeah. Netflix. Masters of None. I, is he even still doing Masters Master of None? I think they came back with one more season after he sexually harassed someone, but it wasn't well-received. Yeah, well. Maybe don't sexually harass people and your show will be popular. Or it'll remain popular. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looks like Master. Yeah, it looks like just three seasons. I did see a new season of It's Always Sunny is coming out. Yeah, tomorrow actually, December first is the I believe fifteenth season of. That's Always insane. Sunny. I'm gonna have to start from the beginning. You know what show I kind of watch? Phenomenal. It is probably my favorite show ever honestly you know what show i just started watching literally from the beginning so i'm never gonna catch up in my lifetime hit me that's the hint i'm never gonna catch up in my lifetime because there's so many seasons days of our lives the simpsons i i said the simpsons you just didn't hear me no you didn't you whispered it into someone else's ear you whispered sweet nothings go but take the freaking do we have time stamp it replay time stamp it We'll time stamp. Uh, yeah. December 1st, 2021. Season 15 starts with episode 2020, A Year in Review. I am Ooh. very excited for it. Uh, I'm going to see it in about six months when it comes to like Hulu. No, Hulu next day with FX. Yeah, if you have like Hulu Live, right? Or Hulu FX. No, any Hulu. Dude, Is we have really? Hulu with commercials. We have like the Disney bundle. Oh, okay. and it well, we get we at least day. get no commercials, so maybe I'll get it next day. Hell yeah, always sunny. I'm gonna start it from season one, episode one, and you know what I'm also doing? I'm listening to the 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 guys, Charlie, Glenn, and uh, Rob. I'll have a podcast that just came out where they're rewatching. So I'm gonna rewatch with them. I'm gonna listen to the podcast all in preparation for season 15. You should do it with me. It'll be fun. Themsons did it. Always sunny, always sunny podcast. Like a podcast <laughs> on their podcast about their show. Those rewatch podcasts, I try. I try to listen to some of them. Like I tried to listen to one with, uh, it was Saved by the Bell with the main guy that was Zach Morris. Dude, what, those rewatch podcasts, I, I don't know. I, I like the... The uh, the, the Zach friends. Braff and... and yeah, uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison. Uh, Real Friends, Fake Doctors. Yeah, There's that one's really okay. Enjoy, 
and it's always sunny one so far i've listened to about three episodes and it's i i love it but i love it. it's always sunny see i can't i'm like i don't know i don't i don't process stuff that way i guess i don't know i just like watching the shit I just listen to it while I work because then I'll watch the episode the night before. I'll listen to the new episode about that episode the day of. And it's like 28 minutes both times. And I get like an hour of enjoyment out of it. And it's easy. And it's like I can laugh along with them because I'm remembering the same stuff they're remembering. So I just watched it. You wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it. But my favorite podcast is a hockey related podcast and it's called Spittin' Chicklets. I don't know who if you know who Paul Bissonette is. Nope, not a clue. He's pretty funny. If it's not he Wayne Gretzky, two other guys just talk about random shit that hockey players do, and they interview like old hockey people, and it's kind of cool. That's my favorite podcast. I like the like interview style podcast. I don't like the rewatchable. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a hard ass. I don't. I also don't like the scripted podcasts that are like basically a book on tape. Now, I actually do like the books on tape. Uh, those well done are pretty good. The, I don't know if you watched the TV show uh, uh, Only Murders in the Building. I have not yet. With Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, and Martin Short. That's correct. Those are the big three. Um, they The whole show was about a podcast because they're doing a podcast about a podcast. Uh, or, or they're doing a podcast about a murder because they're listening to a murder podcast. It was back when murder podcasts were like the big thing a couple of years ago. Last podcast on the left is my favorite kind of murder one. That's a pretty last, last podcast on the left is a, is a very good podcast. They very good. Some I love that one. They've done some great episodes. I mean, they are like th- literally listening to a, a, a book on tape of comedians it's phenomenal yeah it is funny they're funny but it's like truthful stuff they know that like true stories about the topic they're talking about and they're funny to listen to talk about it's great yeah they're good i need to listen to some new ones because i haven't listened to them in a while yeah me either but that's uh, the thing these podcast artists they produce content like they are working i don't know i i don't know if i'm i'm available to put in that much work we just, you know what I've started doing? I started taking like just pictures and, and, and doing videos and random shit just in one day and then sharing it throughout the week so that you don't have to stress out as much. I don't know, but I need to start sharing some more stuff because I'm not staying as consistent as we need to. So I don't, I don't know how to do that. I do not pay enough attention to my phone to actually stay relevant in today's modern media. It's, right. I mean, it's so difficult because things get popular and are not popular so quickly. It used to take weeks, if not months for trends to happen. And now things happen overnight that the next day are so widespread that you're like, what the fuck is this new thing? Right. I don't know how yeah. you stay relevant. I mean, you have to be constantly on your social media. I bet you look at anybody who's big in the media and you look at their social media and they post at least a couple times a day. Oh, at least. Yeah, they're probably posting like every hour on the hour. Yeah, it's ridiculous to try. But they also hire a team to do it for them. And sure. they have a camera follow them around 24-7 to get content. They cut and edit little blips of conversations they have. And 
Yeah. I mean, we could do that. I could start cutting editing this and sharing a little preview every day. Yeah, but the dedication to do that. Oh my gosh. Just to make like a 15 second clip or like a 30 second clip of us talking in this, to cut it down, put like a background on it, maybe put music to it or something, whatever you do. Dude, it takes like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do after working for 12 hours. <laughs> I get it. I'm with so, you. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll start pumping stuff out. Got to get got to get the content out there to stay relevant. That's what it yep. is. That's what we got to do. Oh well, it is Christ. It's almost eight o'clock here, and it's been dark for three hours. <laughs> it's been dark for like I don't know all day today. So. <laughs> that is, I do remember that about Coeur d'Alene. Kind of sick and fucking tired of it, but what Winter, do you do? It was always dark, and we're still twenty-two days out from it starting to get lighter again, which means up until this point, we've got another 44 days before it's at least this light or lighter. For is We've got a month and a half of this shit left. I'm tired of it. And you've already had a month of it. We're just getting into it. But Right? I hate that. Go to work when it's dark. Get off when it's dark. It's dark all damn day when you're working. Yeah. So for like a small glimpse of sunlight that you sometimes get between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m through the windows it just like shines through the drapes yeah and then you get pissed and close the drapes because it's too bright <laughs> it's like it's been dark this whole time what the fuck is this sun shit yeah one ray of sun just shoots you straight in the eye you're like God, get out of here i'm trying to close sleep. the blinds <laughs> get the get the 100 blackout curtains right oh all right should we should we wrap this one up? Should we tie a little bow on it? I think we should. We should. It is the holiday season, so you do need to put some kind of maybe like a card with it, tie a bow on it. Maybe that's up. what we'll do. We'll just instead of a Christmas card this year, we'll just send out clips of our podcast to people. Video, video Christmas cards. Just video audio in one of those cards, so we can record like a section of our podcast and just send it to people. I would love that. Our podcast, just Grandma Helen. Here it's good to see you. It's been a, a hell of a two years. Merry Christmas. Love Dan and Jake. Download our podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh um, man, that's it. Yeah. We should probably tie it up then so we can cut and splice and share this throughout the week. I would say so. All right. Well, um, for Aloha Dan, I'm Jake. This has been officially episode 23 20. but i think we're like 30 episodes yeah approximately there's there's been a couple oopsies that's for sure that's all right no more oopsies we've we're got it professional out. we've got this From down to a science because we are professionals <laughs> the only way to keep us professionals is to download our shit so like and subscribe like and smash the subscribe button smash it uh what's wrong with us we are the bullshitters there's also a plethora of other content coming your way asap so stay tuned for that again aloha dan i'm jake until next time adios